The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Data-Driven Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the mindset, tools, and best practices behind using your data to guide you to marketing success. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that walks you through how to think about, organize, and utilize data platforms for better decision-making. With us today is Tom Trainer, who is the Global Head of Marketing at Arm Treasure Data. Treasure Data, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast, is the global leader in customer data platforms, CDPs, and enterprise data management, providing the ability to aggregate and translate massive volumes of scattered and siloed data into outstanding customer experiences. Okay, here's the first installment of Data-Driven Marketing Week, where Tom and I discuss the mindset for being a data-driven marketer. Tom, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Oh, happy to be here, Ben. Very excited to have you on the show. Excited to have Arm Treasure Data as a sponsor of the podcast. And we're going to talk a little bit about the mindset of being a great marketer today. And I think that there's a big shift that we need to talk about here. If we go back into the Mad Men days of marketing, old white guys sitting in a room, drinking bourbon, thinking of creative slogans. We've come a long way in terms of not only the diversity in marketing, but also the level of sophistication in technology and also our adoption of data. The term data-driven marketer gets thrown around a fantastic amount. I'd like to hear from your perspective, what is a data-driven marketer? I do think the creative aspect of marketing is still really important. But these days, people really have to be able to understand data, be able to get the data that they need. And to me, a data-driven marketer uses data to do a variety of things. For example, using data to validate their decisions or their assumptions. So sometimes they make a decision based on their gut or something that they think is the right decision, but then they can very quickly see if it's working. So related to that is using data to do experiments, using data to track progress and results on a regular basis, and as well as using data to surface trends or potential opportunities. So using things like AI or ML as well to basically unearth opportunities that they never would have found on their own. So it's using data in a variety of ways. So I think that that's an important thing to think about is that being a data-driven marketer is not just the evaluation, but it really goes through every part of the decision-making process. 
Let's go through that process a little bit. When you are thinking about experimentation, you're thinking about idea validation, you're coming up with your hypotheses. What are some of the ways that you suggest that companies start integrating more data into that sort of initial launch phase data collection and analysis? Well, I think, you know, the first part is getting data into the hands of people. What we find is that there's a lot of data that's kind of within silos. So yeah, first thing is to look at the data in your area of, of expertise in your functional area. So if you're the SCAM manager, obviously you have a lot of SCM data available. So learn how to use that data. But I think that more advanced marketers these days are using data that comes from a variety of areas looking at data across different channels, across different business units, and even using third-party data as well to have more data to work with, to make decisions, to test hypotheses, et cetera. I had a conversation with Michelle Robbins, who works at AimClear for another podcast that I do, the Voices of Search podcast. And she was on the MarTech podcast as well a couple months ago. She has a philosophy that everything is data. And there is the idea that, you know, copy is data that your consumers take in to make a decision. There's also the notion that there is quantifiable and empirical data. You mentioned that the idea of a data-driven marketer is somebody that is using data to make decisions and not relying on their gut. How do you think about intuition and qualitative data, the things that are not necessarily just numbers on a spreadsheet like SEM data? Where does that factor into the data-driven mindset? I can give you an example. So if you look at content marketing, which is an area where you would think it's all about kind of the intuition and understanding the persona, what I like to do is add some data to that to actually help the content marketers make a decision about what type of content we should produce. So one way to add data to something like that is to use a keyword tool like SEMrush or, or Moz or other tools to get keyword results and start to use the keyword volumes to understand what the searchers are looking for. So start to build a persona from reverse from their keyword searches on up. And that helps me kind of construct a part of the content strategy based on the search results and what keywords people are looking for. Yeah. And I think that that's an important step in being a data-driven marketer is data does not just come in at the end to evaluate what you're doing is you're incorporating data to validate hypotheses before you're investing your budget. As you start to think about building out the rest of your marketing funnel, you move beyond just, I have a hypothesis for a content strategy, or here is some of the channels that I'm looking to validate, and you actually start working in operations. You mentioned that data can be siloed. It's coming from multiple different sources. It seems like there is a never-ending influx of data. And I feel like that can be really intimidating for marketers. I know that I've been challenged with sorting through all of the different incoming sources of data and trying to figure out what we should be looking at to grow the MarTech podcast and figure out what our marketing strategies are. How do you think about dealing with data bloat and the challenges marketers face in terms of the multiple sources of data that they're faced with coming from multiple different channels? Yeah, there could be a lot of data, but I think one is have to narrow the data into what are your goals? What data do you need to prove if you're making progress on those goals? One example would be start to set a baseline for some particular thing. 
And when you decide to change something, you have a baseline to check to see if it improved or not. So I think you really kind of have to narrow it from that huge sea of data down into like what you're really looking for. I, I think there's some creativity in how you use the data, how you source it, how you use it. It's not all just kind of laid out and say, here, here's the data you need to use, you know, push this button to do X or I feel like there's different challenges for different classes of companies when it comes to data, where you have your SMBs who are using mostly consumer-focused tools, your Facebook data, your Google Analytics, maybe you have AdWords, some other channels. We get all these data sources, and they are all taking credit for everything, mostly when we think about our marketing mix. As you go up market and you start talking about growth stage companies, you're starting to maybe build out your databases. And then enterprises have whole different problems where they have databases, but they get really complex, really big, really expensive. As you're starting to think about being a data-driven marketer, what are some of the ways that you can think about solving problems that are specific to the size of your business? Right. So for SMBs, I think their data is generally pretty operational. I think they can get a handle on things like, you know, how many customers they have, who are their best customers, who are their worst customers, how many people are are hitting the website. So for the SMBs, it's just kind of getting the operations working more smoothly for the automation to happen in the appropriate ways, et cetera. As companies grow bigger, they've got the operations down and now it's getting value out of all that data. So they're looking for how do two different divisions potentially work together and share data to improve the cross-sell. They look for at massive scale, how do they reduce cart abandonment? They look at massive scale on how to understand who are their best customers and how to find more of them through programmatic advertising or social advertising. So the challenges change. So like I said, for the smaller businesses, it's just being operational. And for the enterprises, it's the complexity of how to get value out of that data at large scale. So I'm going to bring it back full circle. We talked a little bit about the mindset of the data-driven marketer, which is using various sources of data to not only validate your hypotheses, build your operations, evaluate what you're doing. When you think about the various sizes of business, does that mindset change? Are there any differences between what makes a great enterprise data-driven marketer and then a great small business entrepreneur that is data-driven as well? So I feel between the SMB and the enterprise marketer, I think that understanding the problem that you're trying to solve is the big difference. So as I mentioned with the SMB, they're trying to get everything working correctly and to basically do something simple like, you know, drive more leads into their funnel. While as when you get into the enterprise, you've got these bigger problems to solve. It's at bigger scale. And then you also have bigger challenges like the privacy and compliance that you have to watch out for as well. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, a data-driven marketer's mindset is the same no matter what problem you're trying to solve. That said, the problems do change for the various types of business. When you are looking to staff your marketing team, when you're building out the marketing efforts at Arm and Treasure Data, I've worked a little bit with your team already. I can tell you they're very smart and talented. What are some of the traits that you're looking for and how much do you think about whether somebody is data-driven or not? Yeah, I think these days with almost every role, I'm looking for someone who can track what they do in a data-driven way. I think that's one of the key things that I look out for. And as they come on board, it's one of the things that if they don't really have that knack, I definitely train and focus on with them. 
So these days, all marketers have to have some aspect of data understanding and data capability. So definitely an important characteristic. Okay. Data-driven marketing at companies, big and small, is incredibly important. And the more that our businesses are moving online, building out their digital footprint, the more important it is to start taking in data early in your decision-making process and using that data throughout your entire marketing funnel. So we're going to talk a little bit this week about some of the different ways that you can collect your data, aggregate it, make sure that you're unifying it and using it correctly, and some of the tools that you can use to make your data more actionable. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Tom Trainer for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Tom and Treasure Data's tips for becoming a more data-driven marketer, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss the best practices for collecting your data. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Tom, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is rtmixmarketing, that's R-T-M-I-X-M-K-T-G, or you could visit his company's website, which is treasuredata.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.